What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Arkansas safety Jalen Catalan is going to join the show. We'll talk with him about his injury that shortened his season last year, what to expect from this Arkansas team in 2022, and they bring back a bunch of pieces on this Sam Pittman-led team. How good can they be? Also, we'll go around the conference as Alabama signs another big quarterback. LSU adds a running back. Tennessee has a quarterback whose value is through the roof. And Nick Saban sounds off on conference expansion. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. And we start with Nick Saban as... Conference expansion, conference realignment, all of these discussions uh, being had around college football with USC and UCLA announcing they're going to leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. Nick Saban appearing on Greg McElroy's Always College Football podcast said his biggest concern is competitive balance. He said, I was in the NFL, involved there for eight years. Every rule they have is to create competitive balance. He said, because how much uh, fan interest does this create there's a lot of tradition in conferences that will no longer exist i think we've gone through that to some degree in the past the oklahoma nebraska game used to be a big game and they've not been in the same conference for quite some time now but i think we're going to deal with it in a greater capacity than ever before because i think mega conferences are probably here to stay so saban not saying he doesn't like it he's just telling you the repercussions that are going to come from this and i agree with him how much do we love Georgia Auburn? How much do we love the Iron Bowl? How much do we love all these other great rivalries and traditions? And they have to go by the wayside if we continue adding teams to the SEC. You're just not going to be able to play everybody every year. Or most of your regular opponents you enjoy playing every year. Uh, CBS Sports revealed their top 10 coaches in the country list this week. Four coaches in their top ten from the SEC. Nick Saban coming in at number one. Kirby Smart, the reigning national champ, at number two. Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M, coming in at number five. And Brian Kelly at LSU, number seven. So four top ten coaches in the SEC, according to CBS Sports. The other uh, guys rounding out the top five. Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, number three. And Lincoln Riley at USC, leaving Oklahoma. He's at number four. See if uh, Dabo or uh, Lincoln is able to add something that those first three guys have or first five guys have. Uh, Saban, Smart, Fisher, and Dabo all have championships. Lincoln Riley does not. In other news, Greg McElroy did give some praise to Nick Saban the past decade. He said this is probably the most consistent run that we've ever seen in college football history. To have won at least 10 games every year since 2008 is a feat that is absolutely remarkable. But McElroy played for Saban, but uh, I think you'd have to be even unbiased to say Nick Saban's run is absolutely incredible. All-time high, seven national championship titles in his 30 years of coaching. Uh, One of those, of course, at LSU. Over at 
Tennessee. Uh, there is a quarterback that's in their rec- uh, recruiting class, and Nico Yamalieva, number three quarterback according to 24-7 Sports. And on three sports, kind of a cool thing if you guys haven't seen it on their website, they've been doing an NIL valuation mark on a bunch of these recruits. And uh, this week they ranked Nico with a $1 million value becoming just the 15th NCAA athlete to eclipse the threshold. Uh, they maintain that Iamaleva surpa- uh, passed into the millions after his performance at the 7-on-7 seven seven league last week. He ranks second among high school quarterbacks in the NIL rankings behind only Arch Manning. For comparison, LeBron James's son, Bronny, he leads all high school athletes with an NIL value of $6.4 million. So not... saying that that's what those kids have signed for or what they're going to get, just saying that according to their metrics, their rankings on branding and social media and all that kind of stuff with endorsements, that's kind of what Nico could make out on the open market, a million dollars. Over at Auburn, Brian Harson making an addition to his staff, a former NFL staffer heading to the Plains, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, Drew Fabianich, a longtime national scout for the Dallas Cowboys, will, bo- will be Auburn's new general manager and director of football scouting and development. Rappaport noted that uh, Fabianich chose to join Brian Harson's staff over multiple NFL opportunities. So good get there for Brian Harson and the Auburn Tigers. Meanwhile, over at LSU, they made an addition to their athletic department. Pete Thamel of ESPN reporting that West Virginia Deputy AD Kelly Zinn is expected to become the next LSU Executive Deputy Athletic Director. She replaces Stephanie Rempe, who was the number two in LSU's athletic department. In recruiting news, Nick Saban making some damage once again. Dylan Lonergan, blue chip quarterback out of the state of Georgia, announced his commitment to the Crimson Tide on Monday. He's a four-star prospect, six foot two, uh, 215 pounds. At scholarship offers from all over the place. Uh, he also plans to play baseball at Alabama. Told CBS Sports his goal is to help Alabama win a national championship in both sports. He's the number nine quarterback in the class of 2023. Keep in mind, Alabama also has a commitment from the number eight quarterback in this class, Eli Holstein. So going to be uh, a little bit of competition there. Lonergan is commitment number 11 in Alabama's recruiting class. So two quarterbacks already in Alabama's 2023 class. A lot of SEC schools that don't have one quarterback signed yet. Alabama's going to get in two in the top ten. We'll see if they both uh, hold firm on their commitments. Meanwhile, over in Baton Rouge, Brian Kelly picking up Caleb Jackson, a four-star running back out of the Baton Rouge area. He announced uh, Tuesday he decided to commit because it was his mom's birthday. He's listed as the number six running back in the country in the class of 2023. Been a while since LSU landed an in-state running back. John Emery and Ty Davis-Price both signed in 2019. Ty Davis-Price now off to the NFL. John Emery expected to be the starter for LSU this year. Over at Mississippi State, they are bringing the stripe out back this year. They are calling on fans to stripe out Davis-Wade Stadium when the Bulldogs uh, host Georgia, the defending national champs in Starkville on November 12th. Mississippi State's uh, last stripeout was in 2018 for the Louisiana Tech game. Mike Leach's crew will open the season at home against Memphis on September 3rd. 
over at Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin and company announcing some jersey numbers this week as their freshmen and transfers have been added to the roster. The USC quarterback transfer Jackson Dart will wear number two, along with TCU running back Zach Evans, who will put on number six. Uh, the USC tight end transfer Michael Trigg will wear number zero. And Reginald Hughes, linebacker, he will get number 35. Quick SEC basketball note. John Calipari obviously had some up and down seasons in recent years at Kentucky. Did sign a lifetime contract with the Kentucky Wildcats, and he's kind of doubling down on that. Um, he's speaking at a uh, on Tuesday's Kentucky Roll Call on, on three sports, he said, I've been here a long time for a coach at one place. I'm going to live out this contract. I've committed to it. I'm going to do it. We want to say, let's take this thing to another level, and let's just keep it going. So, Kentucky fans, if you had any concerns that Calipari may retire or hang it up or whatever, uh, he says he's committed till the very end. And in some SEC baseball news, Tennessee, they're filling a void, picking up a UConn transfer in Reggie Crawford. Batted 295 at first base, posted a 235 in seven two-third innings pitched. Also had 13 home runs and scored 62 ribbies last year. Uh, missed, or rather in 2021, missed all of last year with Tommy John surgery. He is eligible for the draft coming up this weekend, so we'll see uh, what uh, if he ends up getting drafted earlier or if he ends up in Knoxville. And lastly, South Carolina adding to their bullpen, picking up right-hander Roman Kimball from Notre Dame. So there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Jalen Catalan from the Arkansas Razorbacks. You don't want to miss that. But first, I want to remind you about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that your car needs. Why would you go to some of these dealerships when they're just going to go to their computer and they're going to type in the part and they're going to look it up? You have computers with access to rockauto.com. At home and in your pocket, you save time and money when you use Rock Auto. They are a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They got everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go check out their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And make sure you're right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. It's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Hey, which NFL stars move the betting line the most starting July 18th? Locked on gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online, available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Roll along here on Locked On SEC. And look, it's not every day you get to talk to one of the best safeties, not only in the SEC, but one of the best ones in the country, coming back for another season with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Join us now. He is Arkansas Razorback Jalen Catalan jumping in with us. Jalen, what's going on, man? How are you? Man, doing good. How about you? We're doing good. Um, let me just start here. I know you you had the uh, shoulder injury last season. You were held to just six games. Um, what's the off season been like for you? I know it was all about getting healthy, but what was it like getting back out there in the spring and getting after it? Uh, man, like anyone's been through the recovery process, it's a process. You know, you got to go through the protocols and you have to stay on it every single day. But I um, mean, like I said, I always had I had I had great peers, uh, peers and uh, family. 
uh, with me and support to help me get through that process. So uh, it was definitely good. I credit my trainers for uh, giving me a plan and uh, sticking with it and um, getting myself back right. But I mean, I feel 100%. I feel great. And um, I mean, everything's been great. So I'm just like I said, I'm keeping my head down and just one day at a time, just getting better and doing what I can for the team. How disappointing was that when it happened last year and your season's over as quick as it is? Because you were having a great year and very productive. I mean, it had to suck, right? Most definitely. But I always, I always like to say, like, everything happens for a reason, you know? Like, I, like, I was always taught when you get knocked down once, like, get up, get up twice, you know? Like, so I had to take two steps back and really reflect on myself and not only fix, like I say, my shoulder, but fix my mindset and just get myself back right. And like I said, with the support I had around me, you know, I knew that I could get through it. So I just kept my head down, you know, just stayed quiet and, you know, try to be around the team as much as possible, do the stuff that I can off the field to help them. So uh, it was a tough process, like I said, but I mean, it was tough, but like I said, I'm, I'm like I said, now I look at, look back at it, you know, I'm glad it happened because I feel better than I ever did. Transfer portal's been a weird thing of college football. It's, it's added guys, guys have gone away and all this. I want to start with some of the guys you have coming back because you guys do bring a good bit of experience back on defense, including yourself. But Bumper Pool, the tackling machine, he's back in there. Uh, what's it like having a couple of key guys like that back on this defense? Uh, having a guy like Bumper is vital. It's key for your defense because he's been here. He's been in the trenches. He's been in tough games. I mean, he's seen it. I mean, we've both been here for a while, so we've seen the ins and outs. You know, we've seen the bad and the good. So, I mean, we've seen it all. So having him with his, his experience and his leadership is very key. And I mean, we're, we're great. We're greatly like happy that he's back with us. You know, that's my brother for real. So uh, I'm just glad he's on, he's leading them on the linebacker crew. We got Drew Sanders in there too, who's making noise as well. And he's going to be a great player for us. And like I said, our front, our front is playing really well. They've been doing really good things in the spring, so excited from the fall. Like I said, our back end is, I mean, we're on the same page, and you know, like I said, we're just on it. So I'm excited to see uh, what we have in store for us down the road. Yeah, I was going to ask about some of those new pieces. You mentioned Drew Sanders coming over, and obviously been rave reviews of him so far, but you bring in Dwight McLaughlin from LSU, you bring in Landon Jackson from LSU, you bring in Latavius Brinney from Georgia. I mean, it's a lot of experience but guys who've played in the sec so i mean it's 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 guys who have experience at this level already coming in so they kind of already know what it takes but what did you see from some of those guys specifically in the spring uh i just saw improvement and i also i saw just um technique i mean their um, technique sound and uh they just knew the game you know you can tell if someone knows the game is people like drew sanders uh latavius bringing the back end dwight mclaughlin at corner I mean, those guys come in and, like, you can tell they know ball and they've played it for their whole lives, on their whole life. So uh, they've done a great job for us so far in the spring and they've done a great job in the workouts. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do for us this year. Talk a little bit about Barry Odom because he's been there a while now as your defensive coordinator. And I think it was funny when we heard he was going to Arkansas. You know, he'd been a head coach at Mizzou and he had all this experience. But I think most of us, at least in the media and fans, we thought, okay, he's going to be there a year, he's going to move on, he's going to get an opportunity elsewhere. He has had opportunities to leave. You know, things have uh, presented themselves, but he stayed there at Arkansas. What do you like most about Coach uh, Odom, and what has he meant to that defense the last few years? I mean, he's meant everything. Uh, Every single time he steps on the field, like I said, his energy is unmatched, and he's just ready to work. And like I said, you always respect that about him. I always say every time I talk about it, I respect about how he, how he handles business and how he handles our defense and the structure of it. But, I mean, his energy and um, just being consistent. Every single day he's the same guy. You're gonna, what you see on him, what you're going to get, you know. 
So I, so I'm glad he's our DC. Love that guy, and um, I guess I can't wait to uh, go to war with him. What 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 does it mean? I mean, not just having him back, but but Kendall Browse as well, another guy whose name has popped up for you know head coaching jobs and other coordinator jobs elsewhere. What does it mean having having both those guys there? Uh, it just shows that they want to be around the program. You know, you have to. Res- I, I respect that about him. You know, like I said, I'm around Coach Odom more, so I'm able to speak more about him. But the things I've heard about Browse and stuff, I mean, he's a creative mind, and you know, he's here for a reason. You know, he uh, keeps the offense uh, right. I know Darren practice you know he keeps on our toes so you know something we gotta be ready for but i mean so he's, a, he's a good oc and but like i said the both those guys are key for our uh, program i'm glad they're here all right what about coach Pittman? i know everybody at arkansas that i've talked to i mean they're, they're they get a smile on their face when they talk about sam Pittman. but uh he's just a guy that man when you're around you can't help but not like him like he is one of the most likable guys but he's also a great head coach, and, and we've seen it. The success is in, on the field. Like, every year Arkansas has gotten better under him. But you personally, what has so, uh, Coach Pittman meant to you, and, and what do you think uh, of him as a head coach? Uh, I think he's the right guy for Arkansas. I mean, I think everybody says since day one, and he's just been proving it every single day. Uh, he's a player's coach. I always say every time he comes in here, he's always about the players. You know, what can he do to help the players out? What can he do for us? And he's always trying to make the program the best it can be, um, not only for the state of Arkansas, but for the players as well. So that's something the players look at and we definitely respect about. But I, like you said, what you see on the social media, what you see everywhere around, I mean, that's what you get out of him. You know, it's the same consistent guy, the same goofy guy. But, you know, when it's time to, you know, get down to business, you know, he's business and he gets to it. So, uh, like I said, I, I love I love, I love, love him because he's – He's a player's coach. You know, not a lot of people can say they're player's coach sometimes, but for him, I can definitely say he is. So I respect that about him. Like I said, I think he's the right guy for Arkansas, and he's proven that. More Jalen Catalan in just a second, but I want to remind you about our friends at Built Bar from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love and a delicious chewy marshmallow flavor now covered in 100% real chocolate. It is like a cluffy cloud, uh, a fluffy cloud of Coconut Brownie goodness. You can uh, go check them out right now at Built.com. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, provides tons of health benefits, eat something that tastes good, and is good for you. And the best part about Built Puffs, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat, perfect when you got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or you uh, need a quick, healthy snack. They're an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Go to Built.com right now, order your box, and use our promo code LOCK15. That'll get you 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. Continue our conversation with Jalen Catalan, safety at Arkansas. Uh, I want to ask this, man. I know you had a decision to make. You could have left. You could have went and tried your hand at the pros. You could have hit the transfer portal like we talked about. A lot of guys did that. What ultimately went in your decision to uh, not only come back another year, but come back and stay at Arkansas? Uh, I would think first and foremost, it was important to get my degree. And that was something I thought about. And because, you know, like I said, as much as I love football, I know eventually, you know, no matter how great of a career you have, it's going to end. So you got to fall up. You got to fall to your backup plan. So that was something I looked at, too. And I said, you know, if, I have, if I'm going to graduate pretty soon here, why not come back? 
But mainly it was just not leaving on a bad note. You know, I felt like I, I, I didn't want to leave some unfinished. You know, I didn't finish the season last year, so I wanted to finish it with my brothers and be able to come back and, you know, just put more tape out there and just do everything I can to help the team win. And, you know, ultimate goal is to be a national championship. You know, everybody, you know, if you're not trying to win a national championship, you know, wherever you're at, then, you know, you're not you're doing it for the wrong reason. So uh, I'm just glad I'm back here. Everything's been great. And, you know, like I said the atmosphere here is, is um the energy is high, so I'm excited for this upcoming season. Uh, what did you see from some of the guys on the offense in the spring? Obviously, you lose a, a special talent like Traylon Burks. It's hard to replace him, but you bring in Jaden Hazelwood from Oklahoma. You have Keetron Jackson, Warren Thompson. Uh, what did you see from some of the receivers in, in the spring? Uh, just improvement. I mean, every single day, I mean, they're talented guys, and uh, every sing- you can see the leadership in them too, you know, especially a guy like Hazelwood who came in and, uh, made sure that everybody was on their stuff, you know, and I not afraid to teach him what he knew and not afraid to be a sponge either and learn things. You know, I think that's something you can look and respect about someone when they're easily ready to give knowledge as much as they're easily to take knowledge too. So that's something you can respect about. And uh, another guy, Matt Landers, who came in uh, for the summer as well, has been doing great things for us in the summer. He's been leading and talking. So uh, I'm excited to see what he does. Uh, but, yeah, those guys, receivers came in, and they've done really good things for us, and uh, I'm excited to see their uh, progress and their, just them continue to get better for our, our, our team. Uh, Jalen, a lot of people are excited to see what K.J. Jefferson does at quarterback this season. He was so good for you guys last year, but folks expecting him to take his game to the next level, you know, the next step in his development and production. Uh, what kind of leader is K.J. Jefferson, in your opinion? Uh, I think K.J. is uh, – he acts on what he sees type leader, you know, he's going to see something and he's going to act on it, you know, and he's not afraid to open his mouth and, you know, make sure everybody where he need to be at, you know, you could definitely look at him. Everybody looks at him as a leader for sure. And, you know, and he proves it, you know, not only what he does on the field, but what he does off the field, you know, he takes care of himself. You know, he does extra work, you know, he's always, he's always here present and he's everything you want a quarterback. So like I said, I mean, I would say that's my quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I, say, I keep saying if I if I'm down whatever and I need somebody to go lead me on a game winning either touchdown drive or set me up in field goal range, I don't know if there's a better guy than KJ Jefferson out there because man, time and time again he puts the team on his back and takes you guys down the field to go to go win the game. Um, to that point, Jalen, schedule's always tough, but you guys get a tough one right out of the gate. Cincinnati coming to Fayetteville. It's already been announced as a two thirty game on on ESPN. You guys had that home crowd rocking last season for that early non-conference game against Texas, so I bet you guys are excited just to get in front of that home crowd for a game like this to kick off the season. Most definitely. That, like Being your home crowd for the first game, I know the energy is going to be high. I know the team is looking forward to it. You know, Cincinnati is a great team. You know, they, they've had great um, – they have great production these past years with a great coach. So it's going to be a great game. And Like I said, I know our coaches are putting a game plan together and, um, you know, getting up all the details needed, but – uh, like I said, we're excited for that game, first game at home, so it doesn't get any better than that. All right, what is Jalen Catalan doing in his spare time? Are you not playing football? Are you a video game guy, Netflix? What are you doing? Uh, actually, I'm fishing. I was fishing. Actually, I went fishing yesterday, so I'm, I'm always fishing uh, every chance I get. Uh, I kind of got into the past couple of months, and like I said, I haven't looked back since. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to try to fish as much as possible. If not fishing, you know, either listen to music and just chilling at the crib or playing Fortnite, you know, just, just being a kid, you know, football's amazing. It's my passion. I love it. But, you know, you got to have to, you have to have things on the outside to balance it as well. So I try to do those things just to keep myself level. All right, two questions. Are we doing artificial bait or live bait? And are we fishing off what, like the pier or are you going out in the boat? 
Uh, so we uh, we usually do live bait. I usually get some worms or um, some little hot dog links. You know, uh, you know that's, that's a little bougie I say, but you know we do it like that. But uh, we'll we'll either be on land or we'll be on a boat. It just depends on you know where we want to go. You know, we have a couple spots up here that we uh, know about that we go to, but it kind of depends on itself. More more times than not, we're on land, but I mean I've definitely had a couple times probably, uh, where I've been on a boat and been out there. So. Uh, no, it's, it's been some good experiences fishing so far. You know, I'm definitely going to keep keep it going um, throughout my life. What's the biggest thing you caught so far? Uh, I caught uh, not too long ago, actually, a couple weeks ago, we had caught probably like a 10, 10 pound catfish. Okay. Uh, that's probably, and then, you know, I've caught, uh, yesterday I probably caught a five pound uh, smallmouth bass. And I'm trying to catch some trout, so I'm, I'm trying to find some spots out to catch some trout because uh, I know those are uh, those are uh, good to eat. So we're definitely gonna try to cook some up, find a spot. But like I said, uh, just trying to find some spots and catch more things out there, see what's out there. So I'm excited to see what's out there. I love it. Well, I know Coach Pittman's always out in his boat, so I'm sure you can go hop on with him and uh, drop a reel or two with him and uh, go catch some things. <laughs> For sure, yeah, I got to get in contact with Michelle and get that figured out. <laughs> Jalen, really appreciate the time, man. Uh, best of luck to you. I know a lot of folks are rooting for you. And, uh, man, so excited to see what you can do this season and uh, leave that final, you know, that lasting impact on Arkansas and uh, leave it all out on the field, man. Really appreciate you uh, taking some time. Yes, sir, Chris. I appreciate you having me for real. All right, thanks so much. That's uh, Jalen Cattle on there of the Arkansas Razorbacks. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Remember to subscribe. You can catch us on YouTube or wherever you find your podcast. Just search Locked on SEC. And uh, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. You can go make your second listen. Check out some of our other great podcasts like uh, Locked on Razorbacks. Our buddy John Neighbors doing that one. We got Locked on Bama, Locked on Ole Miss. We got you covered just about every SEC school out there. So go make your second listen today. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks so much for watching. We'll catch you guys very soon right here on Locked on SEC.